You're listening to the Daring to Dream podcast. I'm Callie, the daughter. And I'm Diane, the mom. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the Daring to Dream podcast. We're excited that you've joined us again. Thank you so much for the positive feedback on the first two episodes. It's fun to hear from people who are listening, um, who are enjoying the show. And it's been really fun to hear um, some different people in our lives who have tuned in. So thank you for that. Uh, I think it's interesting. We have a lot of people that have never listened to a podcast before. And they're listening to ours, and I think maybe that's because my friends are older, and we may not <laughs> be pod, but I had not listened to a podcast before we did this, and you said, let's do a podcast. I'm like, okay, what would that sound like? <laughs> you got to start somewhere. So I just want to thank all the people that are listening for the first time to us. So, Well, I hope it's been a fun experience, and I think today's topic is going to be fun. Um maybe. Um, So we were talking about what topics we should talk about next. And I'm pretty sure this is exactly how you said it, mom. You said we should talk about aging since you're getting older. (laughs) (laughs) I meant you were hitting a milestone. (laughs) I just like to point out that if I'm getting older than you are too. So yes, it's a milestone birthday year for me. I just turned 40 um, in May. And so, yeah, so starting a new decade. And I know that decades are something that you really pay attention to. I've heard you talk about um, honoring different decades, um, defining different decades. Would you share a little bit about that? Well, I don't think I always you know, honored them or, you know, I think you become, you start to cherish the decades the older you get. Um, You know, at the beginning, you just can't wait till the next one. You know, you, you, you know, I, I was 10 and, you know, when I was nine, I wanted to be 10. When I had those double digits, right? right? You know, when I was, you know, 19, I wanted to be 20. And then for some reason you go, nope, that's good. (laughs) I don't want to hit 30. (laughs) Then we just stay at 29 forever. Yeah. And um, so, you know, it starts to making you think about why. Why? What is my expectation of this decade? What what did I learn from the decade that I'm leaving? Uh, This transition from decade to decade um, means something. When I turned 30, it just happened. I didn't matter to me. I went from 29 to 30. You were probably too busy. I was busy. I'd had three kids in my 20s. And uh, I was a stay-at-home mom, and I was busy. And in my mind, I didn't realize I had done this, but in my mind, I had told myself my 20s were dedicated to my children. I gave my body, <laughs> my sleep, my, you know, everything. Sanity. Sanity, <laughs> everything to them in my 20s. And I remember crashing on my 31st birthday. And mm. I know you probably remember this because it's the day I quit motherhood. But I, I, <laughs> I literally did. I said, I quit. And I walked out of the house. I just, I was done. And the reason why was because of this expectation that I had that the 30s were going to be about me. I had given my 20s to my kids. Now it's my turn. And it wasn't. Nope. So on that day, 
We <laughs> were being particularly difficult. If I remember correctly, um, we were going to be celebrating your birthday dinner at mm. our house. Yes. Which, of course, meant we had to run around and clean the house and get things to be looking presentable, which, being children, we definitely did not want to be doing those things. No, there was a lot of whining and crying, and she didn't do it, and she's not doing it. Why do I have to do it? And this isn't fair, and everything you want to hear on your birthday from right. your children. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so mom just said, I'm done. I quit and walked out the front door. <laughs> and I, I remember looking at my dad and saying, is she coming back? And my dad saying, I hope so. <laughs> I can't even tell you really where I went. I guess... You know, I, I just needed to clear the air in my head. Yeah. And I came back, and I then, you know, within two hours, and I don't even know if I was gone two hours. No, I but, don't think you were. But I, you know, I did. I, I just had to, again, come to grips with this fact of expectations. Mm. And what I had, I don't know why I thought, you know, my youngest, at, at, when I was 30, my youngest was three Right. You weren't, you, know? really out, you weren't really out of the parenting woods yet. No, I don't know why all of a sudden they would just sit around and honor me on my birthday. You know, yes. no. It. Uh, I remember being told, someday my children will rise and call me blessed. <laughs> I, I think I said that a lot. You did, straight from Proverbs 31. <laughs> you spoke it into existence. That, well, you know, I, I. it was kind of, I think it was my thing I was hanging on to and hope <laughs> that was going to get me through this moment because parenting is hard it is and you know it's easy to look back at it nostalgically and right. say oh it was so wonderful and and it was but it was hard right and you're tired and you're so I think every decade comes with its new challenges and you are a different person in every decade. And hopefully you're growing more into the person that you want to become and the person that God wants you to become. So, you know, I guess there's that reflection back and then there's that, you know, gazing into the future and trying not to have expectations of what that future is going to be, but anticipation of mm. it and excitement for it. And I think that's a good distinction you just made there between expectation versus anticipation. Mm. If we have, and I'm a person who is, uh, puts a lot of expectations on myself, on life. And so you're constantly trying to live up to something, Mm -hmm. right? Or there is a standard that now things may fall short of. If you expect a, you know, vacation to go a certain way, you have expectations, even if it's awesome, if it didn't meet your expectations of what your preconceived ideas were, you feel like it fell short as opposed to approaching things, not with expectation, but with anticipation mm-hmm. of saying, oh, what could happen here? Yeah, I think it really helps you get to that next decade with excitement instead of dread. And um, I, I will say for you and all your friends who are turning that 40, I really believe the 40s are the best years. See, and I'm trying not to make that an expectation, but I'm sure hopeful. <laughs> but not ex- not best for what people, I think, might say. What does best mean? Okay. Um, I think that 40s is when you start to really feel like yourself. Mm. You are no longer trying to live up to something. You can savor who you are. And yeah. I that I that would be what I'd wish for you in your 40s. Yeah. Just to accept who you are. Right. This is who God made me to be. Right. I've always been me and, and this I is can who I am. aspire to be 
a better version of me, but right. I am me. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. And I think, uh, and I always say 40s are the best because if you ask people, um, well, if you ask people my age, they'll always say, oh, I'm in my 40s, which they're not. <laughs> but they like to think, that's where they want to go back to. Everybody yeah. likes to go back to their 40s. It's just, I think when you're in the career field, you've kind of figured out where you're going yeah. a lot of times. And, and there's exceptions to every rule. Of course. But I think overall, 40s is, is kind of a comfortable place. Hmm. I think maybe you have worked out your relationship with your parents mm-hmm. in your 40s. Um, they, so I heard not too long ago that all of us are 20 years older than we think we are. In what way? Because I don't like that. <laughs> 20 years younger. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll go 20 years younger. <laughs> all I was of like, I'm 60. I'm just grasping 40. <laughs> I just aged two more decades. I didn't even have time to enjoy my 40s. Okay, so there was one of my mom-isms. <laughs> That we talked about okay, the other we're day. We're all 20 years younger. Great. I'm 20 again. I love no, it. Let's go with that. In your mind, you're 20. Oh, yeah. In my mind, I'm 40. The problem with that is, in my mind, if I'm 40, then you're 20. Mm. And I may not tend to treat you the way that I should be treating you. Right. And so what I have to do is remind myself is, okay, instead of looking at you like that little girl and uh, father of the bride, um, I have to remind myself, how did I feel when I was your age? Yeah. And did I think I needed my parents to guide every minute of my day to, you know, orchestrate their life, to, my life to be perfect? No. And so why would I do that for you? Right. Um, I need to learn to step back. You know, there's the saying, uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know, what would I want somebody to do for me? And that would give me room to grow. And I think by the time our kids are 40, I think sometimes we start to get that. Mm. We need to give them room to grow. I could see that. And and hopefully they've proven themselves by that point that they have some capabilities (laughs) and you don't have to look out for them at every point in the day. Um, but I can see what you're saying is that it's important to go back to where were you at that time? And I find that um, I try to do that, you know, with the younger women at church and things like that. Let me put myself in their shoes. Okay, well, when I was that age, yes, I thought I knew it all, mm-hmm. you know. And yes, I thought independence was what I really wanted. And I didn't realize, you know, how I still relied on other people for mm-hmm. things or whatever it was to really just try to put yourself back in that place when you're approaching somebody. So I could totally see how that happens for your children as well. Right. Yeah, and and I think we also, a big thing I think that happens, and maybe this is your 50s that starts to happen more, but is you find you don't have energy for people that suck energy out of you. Mm. And you allow yourself to step back from some of those relationships that we're just sucking energy out of you. Because right, now you're draining. starting to get tired. Yeah. <laughs> and you're saying, you know what? I only have so much to give. Right. Right. And Your energy dollars are better spent elsewhere. Right. And, yeah. you know, I, I remember I, I had a friend who was just really negative. Mm-hmm. And I found I was getting negative. Yeah. And, you know, I care about her. I think she's wonderful. But she's not good for me. And, yeah. you know, I have to get to an age that I could accept that and right. say, 
I'm I not need some a boundaries. Here. Yeah. And um, so I think that's the beauty of age is that you you kind of learn how to settle into those things. And I think with age comes perspective. You know, Nate and I talk about this with our kids is that um, time is so relative and our experience of time feels very relative. So to my children, you know, my youngest is seven. A summer is a big chunk of his life, Mm -hmm. right? Because he's only had seven. Um, Whereas when I think about a summer, it feels like it just flies by Mm. because it's relative to the whole, right? Like that's a, a, you know, a much larger fraction than it is in my life. And so understanding that relativity as well. And as you get older, you have more perspective to look back. So those ideas of this too shall pass, you know, or, Mm -hmm. you know, how quickly this flies by it, you have a different perspective, the older that you get in that. I I think we we say often that life is short and it is, but life is also really long. And I just keep thinking about that. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but I, I meet with people all the time who have kind of had different these entirely different chapters of their life over time and Mm -hmm. and you're an example of that you know you had an entire life raising your kids and your life with the twig and leading the twig didn't start until toward the end of your 50s and so it's this entire chapter that you wouldn't have ever seen coming back when you were 30 right and so life is short yes but also life is long and we go through a lot of different things and a lot of different seasons and chapters and so the older we get i think we understand that perspective more well i also think from the other perspective is that we start to realize how short life is and this is why i wrote the book I knew I, I couldn't wait. Put it off longer, yeah. I couldn't wait. Yeah. I, I have to do this now. And it wasn't something I could start and say, well, I'll get back to it when I do, you right. know. It's, no, I'm going to put all my energy into this. This is a one-year commitment. I am doing it. Right. Because we don't know what, the, and we start to really understand that the older we get. And so I think there's this um, hesitancy to put things off. Yeah. You know, if, if you want to reconnect with an old friend, do it. Right. Don't keep thinking about it. Well, and I think in that idea of life is long is not the idea that you can always plan to put off till tomorrow right. what you should do today. It's more of you're not trapped where you are. No, and I agree with maybe that. Maybe that perspective comes from that very middle age where I'm at, where, you know, I am in a different job now that 10 years ago I wasn't picturing for myself. So don't get so stuck in where you are because right. you have no idea what's coming down the pike. And there could be really good things ahead that you aren't even possibly imagining right now. But I also understand what you're saying that life is short and that we'll also don't put it off forever because life will pass you by. Well, that's the, this whole story of seasons. You know, I used to always think life was, life was, you know, like a year kind of thing of seasons. Okay. You, when you're born, it's mm. the spring and then the, your youth is the summer and then there's the fall and your middle age. And then, you know, then comes winter. Right. <laughs> okay. And you know, that's kind of, how I've always just thought of it. But the reality is we have seasons throughout our whole life. Mm. And so, you know, when I had children and my life was hectic like that, that was a season. And it came and it went. It had its beauty. It's had its tough times. It's, you know, all that. But then there's another season. And, you know, you have to look forward to that next season because otherwise you're just 
always looking back. Right. And I think some people do that. Um, people trying to transition to an empty nest mm. and all they're doing is looking in their rear view mirror and being like, Oh, I miss the children being around. Mm -hmm. It's just not the same as opposed to saying, well, now my husband and I are walking into a new season. What is this going to look like for us? Again, with or, the anticipation not or your husband passed. Right. And now there's a, new, there's a new season. And now there's a new season. And, you know, we have all these goodbyes that we say in life. And there's big goodbyes that we know. But there's little goodbyes that have happened in our life that we never really acknowledge. Mm. The idea that, oh, well, now your back hurts, so you can't take that long walk. Right. Or you, you know, your friend moved away or your kid grew up. Yeah, there's I always think about picking up your kids and all of a sudden, eventually they get so big, you can't pick right. them up. And you didn't realize that was the last time I was going to pick up my kid and carry him around the house. Right. But, um, yeah. You don't realize that those things are happening. We don't. And so I think the more reflective we can get on that and mm -hmm. what it makes us appreciate what we're what's around us today right be present be present that that's the whole thing no matter what age you are be present be all there be um excited about it um and I think see the beauty in it you know I do think when we're young we want to grow up and be older and then maybe when we're older we wish we could go in the rearview mirror but I do think we what we have to do is be present and appreciate the beauty of where we are right now um you know we're about to go on a trip with some of our very best friends mm -hmm. and there's a beauty in this season of these couples that we are close with mm -hmm. and raising our kids alongside and be present in that and enjoy this season that we have yes. Um, and I think we can do that if we stop looking forward to what's ahead, you know, wishing for, you know, oh, someday when the kids are grown and we get the house back to ourselves or looking backwards and saying, oh, I wish they were little again and wanted to snuggle with me. How do we enjoy today and appreciate the value in this moment and what we have? Because the good is there if we have the eyes to see it. Well, your dad always said this about vacation. It starts the moment he... Uh, gets up from his desk at work mm, yeah you know it doesn't wait till we get to the destination that is our vacation it, you know, so it's a mindset right I'm going to enjoy each step if it's you know getting the car loaded this is part of the trip yeah. and if it's you know and we're in the car and this is the trip and this is it's all the trip and mm -hmm. you just ha it's your mindset on and that's the same way life is this is this is the trip. Well, <laughs> when you were saying that, I was thinking about your sister mm. and her perspective as she is aging mm -hmm. and how um, she is approaching life with a very present perspective mm -hmm. and a joy. And when she was starting to go through some struggles with her memory, she wasn't fearful and she wasn't angry. She just would say, oh, isn't that interesting? Yes. I remember when she said to me, uh, she goes, you know, I've known my name my whole life and now I don't. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and I'm just like, well, yeah, I guess it is. And she did the same thing when she was younger and she started getting wrinkles. She'd say like, look at this. I got a wrinkle. Isn't that interesting? You wow. Know? And so her perspective of life was just with anticipation. Yeah. And, and enjoying the moment and saying, oh, rather than dreading it or wishing it away, saying, oh, isn't that, isn't that interesting? It's interesting. I was thinking about that this morning because I was reading in Proverbs and there's a verse that says, gray hair is mm -hmm. a crown of splendor. 
It's attained by a righteous life. And I thought that was great as the grays start to appear uh-huh. of, hey, it's a crown of splendor. You've earned it. You've earned it. <laughs> You've earned it. And I think, you know, I used to say this um, when I was your age that, I, you know, you can, you're going to get wrinkles. Right. And you can decide if they're going to be up wrinkles or down wrinkles. Mm. Yeah, you know, do, do you, frowning. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it's up to you. You're going to age, God willing. Yeah, uh, but you know, you see those people. I, I've noticed there's this woman at church who her default is a smile on her face. I love that. I want that. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> I want that. I think that about your sister, though. Her default is to be thankful. Uh, her default is yeah. But that didn't start now that has been a lifestyle that she has had and that lady that smiles all the time it's not it's something that is developed over time yeah but I do think as we're going through our ages I think it's important to figure out what kind of person you want to be and you know if you don't want to be I I remember there's this woman at church when I was like in my 20s and she was probably the age I am now. Right, but you thought and, she was 102. <laughs> and and I said, oh, when I'm old, I want to be like Betty. Mm. And I remember my husband going, well, you need to be like that now if that's what you want to be then. Yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of hurtful. But he was right. She was a positive person. Yeah. And, you know, to be... I, that's not going to happen overnight. You right. have to be intentional and say, what kind of person do I, what kind of old person do I want to be? Yeah. Do you want to be a healthy old person? Then guess what? You better start walking now. Right. If you want to be a person that can get down on the floor and play with your grandkids, you better get on the floor now. Yeah. If, you know, it's, you, whatever it is you want to be, don't wait until you are and, and then I, be mad you're not. I think a lot of times we focus on what we want to do right? The idea of a bucket list. These are the things I want to do. Mm-hmm. And we don't always spend time thinking about this is who I want to be. Mm, that's a good point. So rather than just making a list of my bucket list of I want to see this thing or do this thing, mm-hmm. who is the person that I am becoming? Um, because we're all becoming someone, right? And mm-hmm. if we're intentional about it and have an idea of what words would we want to describe us? I did that exercise. Um, and I know you have a story about that as well of kind of what words would describe you mm. now. Um, but it started with the idea of, okay, it's your 86th birthday and people are writing a birthday card to you and describing you. Mm-hmm. What words do you want them to use? Mm. And, okay, are those the same words that they would use to describe you now? And if not, what's the disconnect and how do we get to becoming right. that person that we do want to be? Right. You know, Um and I, I just think that's a good perspective. And you had a similar type I of did. thing. I did. My uh, middle school teacher, um, he he had us all write a thing and said, if you were to, uh, when you die, when you're 80, what do you, would you want said about you? And yeah. of course, we wrote all these wonderful things about ourselves that we thought people should say. And then the next day, he had us write, if you died today, what would be said about you? Right. And it was an exercise I never forgot because it really put into perspective, how do you get from here to there? Right. And it's interesting because I've heard that story growing up and I've always thought of it of what did you accomplish in your life, Mm -hmm. right? Of, okay, well, the things I want them to read up on my obituary of she was president of the United States or whatever those things were, that those were the things I needed to attain as opposed to what are the characteristics Mm -hmm. of how you would be 
described. Mm -hmm. You know, she was loving. She was kind. She was patient. She was full Mm. of gratitude. Whatever those things are that we would want people to describe us as, how are we developing those things in ourselves more than our list of accomplishments? Yeah, because your list of accomplishments will die with you. Yeah. We think we're so important. Yeah, I, I always say, you know, just try to name all the vice presidents of the United States. Right. You know, I mean, they were one heartbeat away from being, you know. They worked really hard to get in that position. And and we can't name them. Yeah. And so it has to be more than position hmm. that what your life's about. Yeah. Yeah. Or a list of accolades or accomplishments. It's really who are the person, who is the person that you are becoming? Because then that inspires future generations as well. When you think back to the people who came before you and your family that poured into you, you mm-hmm. carry on a lot of those, you know, characteristics, right? Mm-hmm. Of faith, mm-hmm. of family, of what those values are more than any accomplishment um, from a, you know, business perspective or, you know, travel perspective, you right. know, those were not as things that you inherited from your parents. What you inherited was a legacy of faith, of, of family, right. of trust in God, of being kind to people, of taking care of other people, you know, and I think that that's what carries on more than our list of accomplishments. Right, because unless you're going to find the cure for cancer. I mean. that That's a great one. But yeah. other than that, what is going to make a difference is just being kind. Yeah. yeah. Love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. You know, and God didn't say go get a whole bunch of accomplishments on your resume. Right, right. Don't fill your Instagram feed with all the pictures of all the places. You know. Right. You know, just be kind. And I think that's a good perspective as we think about aging is not just what do we want to do. And I think there's goals are good. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. writing a book was a goal. That was something you wanted to accomplish. Um, But I do think wrapped up in that, we also have to think about who, who are we becoming? And who is the type of person we want to be in this next decade? You know, thinking about what would I want to describe my 40s, you know, versus my 30s or mm-hmm. my 20s. Um, and I can see what you're saying. You know, I felt like 20s were the preparation years. Mm-hmm. Going through school, going through law school, getting married, mm-hmm. having babies. Um, you know, 30s, I would say, were probably the striving years. Figure out what you're doing and trying to How work to make your ends way meet. up. Yeah, all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So I'm really hoping 40s is just... I always say, I just want to coast for a while. Um, you know, just that like settling into who you are as yeah. a person. Um, I Getting could, accustomed to sleeping through the night. Oh, yeah. Yep. That, yep. Those types of things. <laughs> yes. To those with young ones, it will happen again. Uh-huh. Um, but I do think there's beauty to the seasons. And I think that's a good point. And, you know, for those of us who are married, there are seasons in that as well as we age along with our spouse. Mm, that would um, be another topic of yeah, conversation. That's a- <laughs> Marriage. Seasons of marriage yeah. and relationships. Okay, we'll have to we'll have to do that one as well. Um, but I think I think that's a good perspective um, as we talk about aging is to look forward with anticipation, mm-hmm. um, more so than expectation, right? Um, and then to focus not just on what you're doing, but who you're becoming and becoming now the person that you want to be. And I also like that you've looked back over your decades and seen where God has been at work in your life. 
and kind of look we always see them and so maybe taking time to do that as well Mm -hmm. Um, and like we said before and if we know that we can look back and trust him with our past then we can trust him with our future because none of us knows where we're going to be 10 years from now no just like 10 years ago we didn't know we'd be sitting here doing a podcast none of us had ever heard of a podcast right (laughs) but we don't know and so that's I think where the anticipation to me comes from is those things that I didn't even know were going to happen that have happened. And so rather than trying to put out all my expectations and plan it all out, saying, okay, Lord, I walk into this with great anticipation for what's going to happen in the next decade. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up with a word of prayer like we have done before. Um, As we just think about this idea of aging. Father, I thank you, Lord, for that you know the number of our days, Lord, that they were all ordained in your book before any one of them came to be, Lord. And so you've created us, Lord, you have brought us this far, Lord. And as we look toward the future, Lord, to the decades ahead, what you will continue to do in our life, Lord, we know that you will walk beside us. Lord, I pray that you would help us see the future with anticipation. Um, not with expectation per se, whether that's good or bad, but Lord, with anticipation, knowing that you'll walk forward with us and help us to become the people that you want us to become, all for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode of the Daring to Dream podcast.